1: Did you know that the ABV Podcast is sponsored by Presonus Audio Electronics? They're a global pro audio company headquartered right here in Baton Rouge, and they've been making pro audio hardware and software for a long time. I've been using Presonus gear since I started my first podcast back in 2011, and as a former employee of the company, I'm super excited to have these guys on board. And thanks to these shiny new mics they let us use, well, they're a big part of why we suddenly sound so damn good. PreSonus' deal is that they leverage all of their 25 years of professional recording studio manufacturing experience to make industry standard pro audio tech available to both seasoned professionals and first-time hobbyists at a price that won't require you to sell your homebrew gear or list your doghouse on Airbnb. So check out PreSonus.com. They've got Bluetooth speakers, microphones, headphones, audio interfaces, and a whole lot more. Doesn't matter if you're a musician, live streamer, podcaster, DJ, or whatever, PreSonus has something for you. Even if you're not all that creative and just like to listen to any of the above and have it sound as good as possible. They're here for you wherever sound takes you. Conceived from a passion for craft beer and founded on the principles that everyone should have access to the market, Pelican Craft Brands founder Chris Pennegie rented a warehouse, bought a truck and started selling craft beer. He put it all on the line for the little guy and to bring quality 100% American craft beer to the greater Baton Rouge area. And that's why I wanted to partner with Chris Pennegie and Pelican Craft Brands as a sponsor for my podcast. For more information on their portfolio, go online and visit PelicanCraftBrands.com. Are you a fan of 80s and 90s pop culture and also like to collect cool glassware? Then you should check out my buddy Cliff Decatur's online store, HopsInTheHollows.com. Featuring artwork from movies such as Friday, Trading Spaces, and even video game artwork from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and also characters inspired by the Garbage Pail Kids. He's got you covered. Whatever your glassware needs, he can take care of it. Check out his online store at hopsinthehollows.com. When you're craving tacos, there's only one place that can take care of your needs, and that's Government Taco, located on 5621 Government Street, right here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Happy hour specials Monday through Friday from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. And on Thursdays, it's happy hour all day long. That's right. From open to closed, you can enjoy happy hour drink specials and happy hour bar snacks as well. Government Taco, where the right of the people to possess and enjoy tacos shall not be infringed. craft beer cocktails wine and spirits we like drinking them and we like talking about them too and we do both right here on the abv podcast what's up everyone welcome to the abv podcast i am chuck p glad you could join us for this episode Make sure you're checking out our sponsors of the show, Presonus Audio Electronics, Pelican Craft Brands, Cafecito Coffee Roasters, Athlon Insurance, Government Taco, and hops in the hollows, and make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Speaking of Government Taco, my hetero life mate, Jada Cody, joining me for this episode. What's up, man? Hey, Chuck. Good to see you, bud. Good to see you outside of uh, Government Taco. (laughs) Nice to be sharing an old-fashioned with you. Yes, definitely. Yeah, this is
0: great. I can't make my own radio show, but I can make your podcast.
1: How crazy is that? And we were doing the radio show at Government Taco. (laughs) (laughs) That's also true. I I did one segment of that show. Yeah, got you in on that. And you kind of... You showed up at the uh, end of uh, an episode in the studio last week. This is true. This is true. Making appearances. On your own show. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Uh, This episode of the show, we are at the Turtle Bar at Homer's house. First time at the Turtle Bar, is it? First time, never been here before. Wow. Oh wow! So this is this is pretty exciting. Having an old fashioned here. John Tibble is with us uh, here at the table. He brought us these old fashioned John, thank you for having us here, and thank you for being on the podcast. Well,
2: I appreciate it. Yeah. So,
1: so let's uh, let's get a little bit of background about you. Tell us what you do here at the Turtle Bar, and just your history of being here at Homey's House. Well, I've been here for thirteen years,
2: um, just running the bar, um, and. Yeah, I don't know. I um, got, out of school, um, <laughs> got out of school, couldn't figure out what to do, and decided to become a bartender, and this place was the first place I actually interviewed. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Knocked it out of the park with the first one.
1: <laughs> and I just, love the Turtle Bar here. It's well, Thank
0: you. It's just such a unique venue and such a cool thing to have on this property. Obviously, a lot has grown around it over the years, but really where the Turtle Bar is... It's a historic
2: part of this this property, right? Yes, it was built in 1828. Jeez. It's almost um, as old as Chuck. Almost. It was originally a garçon which uh, means bachelor's quarters in French. So it was used to house the young men of the family.
0: Huh. Interesting. Send them off to the barn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <for> the <laughs> kind of right up
0: Octagonal. Uh, Cause it, what, weren't they like sleeping on the top
2: floor and the bottom floor was yes. just like dirt or something? Yes, it was two stories originally. There was a bedroom upstairs and a parlor downstairs. Huh. Yeah. And it was just that building originally. Everything past the threshold uh, where we're sitting now was yeah. built in 2013.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. The history on these places is, is always just fascinating what some of these old buildings used to be and were it at, at on the home property for the homeless house, which is a plantation mm-hmm. for those of you listening outside of Louisiana and don't know what the homeless house is. Uh, also I want to give a quick shout out to Chef Aaron Langua for helping set this up for me. He sent out some ribs for Jay and yeah, I to snack on. They're tasty. They are very tender, man, like fall off the bone. Yeah. They're really good. And I was I was uh talking with Aaron about just how we've known each other and it took me a minute to realize this when he he was on your show Jay on the radio show when he came on and talked with us I would completely forgotten. I met Aaron when he was working at Restaurant IPO with Chris. Well, okay, was, gotcha. And it's like that's when it, like everything started to. Like he walked in, he was like, "I know, yeah, I know this guy. We've we've hung out before. I know this dude." And then once he mentioned that, I'm like, oh, everything came back. I'm like, yep. that's where it is. Makes all the sense. Yes. So uh, shout out to to Chef for doing that. He'll probably pop up yeah. here if, he, if he gets a second. They, they, it's pretty pretty busy night in there for him tonight. So on a we're here on a Wednesday, so mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, we're drinking some old fashions here, John. Uh,
2: let's talk about these old fashions. What are we? What, uh, what are you using to make these? I use a uh, little bit of simple syrup, um, old Overholt rye, the bonded rye, hundred proof, um, Angostura regular bitters, Angostura orange bitters, uh, orange peel, and a lemon peel. Simple and delicious. Yeah, mm. kind of a um, purist recipe. But, yeah, um, that's. I, def- I definitely like it with rye. It. Um, yeah. Yeah, tends to make it. Uh, the last thing bourbon needs is to add sugar to it.
0: Yeah, but rye has such a good spice profile, and um, and this one's strong enough to hold up to, to that simple syrup and the the orange. I Also, like that, there's not really any cherry in it at all. No. Nope. And, uh, and and then it's not a lot of there. There's no muddling going on. It's it's really just
1: spirit, sweetener, bitter. Yeah, no friends. It's Good. Now, is it, the the muddled part is that something that's. Traditionally, in an old-fashioned, or that's just dealer's choice when it comes to making those. Like,
2: well, I think it came in sometime after World War II, just um, just because whiskey didn't didn't taste as good as it does now. Mm-hmm. So it um, helped amass the taste of uh, an inferior, I guess, product.
1: that makes sense. I get that. So you're back. You you said you, you decided you become a bartender. You applied here. Mm -hmm. Got the job. How knowledgeable were you about spirits when you first got this job? Was it just like a basic understanding of bartending? Or did you have a history of like knowing whiskeys and gins and vodkas and all that stuff?
2: Well, no. Uh, Actually, when I got it, I went to bartending school, uh, now defunct bartending school. Uh, It took me two weeks, uh, 40 hours, and they taught me like 250 recipes probably. So I had a leg up, but they were... um, I don't know. They were kind of, they weren't the best recipes on the planet, but um, they were, they got me a pretty good start. Um, So yeah, that, that was a pretty good, I'm grateful for that experience. Yeah. Because they let me hit the ground running without anybody to really kind of show me what to do or anything like that. And I just kind of learned from there.
1: Yeah, it opened, opened the door for you to just, you know, learn what you need to learn and then expand
2: on that. Once you got behind a bar, I was able to experiment with some things. Yeah, I'm really grateful for this place because I kind of have uh, free reign to order what I want, explore what I want. and um, As long as I can sell it, I can order it and we can do yeah. it. So it's nice. What's
1: your what's your go-to uh, drink when you have a night off, you're just hanging out, you want to get a
2: beverage or you just knocked off work? I enjoy just drinking spirits, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, you have, like your whiskey guy. Yeah, I like rum? whiskey. I like tequila. I like I like rum. Um, when you drink, we we're talking unique. about Scotch. Yeah, earlier. I'm a big Scotch fan. Um, I like it all as long as it's well made and it's unique. Um, it's my it's my jam.
1: Do you have? Do you, are you behind the bar a lot or? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All the time. Do you have people that come in here and try to try challenge you with cocktails? Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Has Um, has there been any that stumped you or any that you like? Oh, yeah, I forget cocktails all the (laughs) time. Absolutely. I've got people coming in the government taco trying to challenge you to taco combinations or something. Well,
0: you know. I can have fun with that, but it, it just depends on what's prepped at the time, and, and bartending's uh, the same way oh, yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, it's just there's some drinks you can make, there's some drinks that you just can't make without notice or without having a, a bar stocked like that. I enjoy challenges
2: as much as the nice guy. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean that that that's part of the fun of the job. Absolutely, somebody calls you out I'm like I bet you can't make this, and like all right, here we go. <laughs> I'm going I'm going to do that. Uh, what What do you think? Or you know, I mean, you probably know this. What is the most popular cocktail that's ordered here? Like, what's the go-to for the old-fashioned yeah. mint julep, without
0: a doubt. Mm. Mint julep. I do like a mint julep as well, I th- and I, th- I love a good sazerac. Yeah, good we sazerac. Might, since since John's a, a rye guy, we might should get him to make us some sazeracs next. Yeah, that I, is, think uh, I, think that, I think that's probably number three. three. Yeah. Okay, number yeah. three. What's number two? Well, the mint julep.
1: Oh, the mint julep. I okay, got do a mint julep. I've had hit hit and misses with mint juleps. I've had some good yeah. mint juleps and I've had some really bad mint juleps.
0: Yeah. Mint, sugar, bourbon. I mean, and John, like you were saying, like for bourbon to then add more sweetness to it, you you can kind of go overboard there. Mm. Um, but I, I do appreciate a mint julep, especially on a hot summer day. It, it's, it's refreshing, but it's still a whiskey drink instead of going to a rum drink or a vodka drink. Like I'm a, I'm a whiskey guy, bourbon, rye, scotch, you name it, I, I, I like whiskey, is that, is that your profile as well? Oh yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely, I love, big American whiskey fan, big scotch fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Irish? Love Irish, absolutely. Japanese? I, I, Taiwanese. Taiwanese?
0: Taiwanese. I've only had one Taiwanese whiskey. It was also kind of done in the Scotch style, which mm-hmm.
2: most Japanese whiskey is very much done in the Scotch style. love Taiwanese. Uh, Australia actually has some really nice. Really? I actually have a few uh, single malts from Sweden that are very nice. Huh. Well, okay. Okay.
0: That's some, that's some worldly whiskey that I've never had before. Yeah, you I don't go. think
2: I've ever had an Australian or a Swedish whiskey. We have whiskey from 16 different countries. Here? Here.
1: Wow. Could someone... I mean, if they've got the cash, I would assume they could. Could be like, I want a
2: flight of... Sure, absolutely. Like all of those. Uh, yeah, I do those made to order.
1: That's awesome. That's, that's
2: something cool. Well,
0: when, when people come to a homeless house and they want the Turtle Bar experience, it's kind of... It, it's, it's not part of the, the main dining room. It's not part of the, the kind of historic Latiles Landing setup. Do a lot of people just come to the Turtle Bar, have a, a pre-dinner drink? And then when they're having a drink at a nicer dinner, is that drink actually coming out of the turtle bar or is there another bar on property that those drinks are coming out of?
2: Yes and yes. Um, yeah. We have tons of regulars. Okay. Um, it, it tends to be more tourists during the day, more local people at night. Hmm. And uh, yes, we make every single cocktail that comes. Through this, through the restaurants.
0: Okay. Nice. It's made at the Turtle Bar and then, Absolutely. And then brought over to the, the dining room. Walked over to
2: each respective restaurant, yes. Wow. Okay. I'm sure that can get kind of hectic on the weekends for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, two full restaurants is enough to make your head spin. Yeah.
0: that's Right. Make... Yeah. It's not just one restaurant, it's two <laughs> full restaurants. Fortunately, there's, a, there's some wine service and other things that don't Absolutely. necessarily have to come through you, but... Uh, the,
1: but the cocktails do and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I would think if I, like like I said, this is my first time here, if I was coming here to have dinner or stay on the property or something, I'm definitely going to order everything from the Turtle Bar. Like, I'm going to want cocktails that I want to experience yeah. that whole thing and like I, like I was telling you earlier, I had friends that came by this past Sunday, Kirk Holder and some friends yeah, came by and nice. spent Sunday afternoon at the Turtle Bar, took a picture and everything, sent it to me and they, he was like, this might be the new Sunday tradition and I'm like, well, do that on a weekend. I can make it come hang out because <laughs> yeah. I'd definitely be down to spend some Sundays here and just hang
2: out and have some drinks. The gardens are beautiful. It's a great place to, I mean, Yeah, you know.
1: this, yeah, this
0: really is one of the, one of the most beautiful properties around here. And, and the fact that you can just come walk it and, and hang out, grab a drink, uh, walk around, look at the gardens, hang out under the oak trees lots of spots to, to sit and relax with a with a cocktail or something make dinner reservations at Lateal's landing on a Friday night get a drink at the turtle bar first it's a really cool experience great for great for groups of people that want to do something different. Awesome date spot I've, yeah. I've brought Dates here before And it's just like You get here early yeah. uh, On a nice fall evening Walk, walk around the, the property, property A little yeah. bit yeah. Get a drink from the turtle bar You know Get here Get here an hour Hour and a half Before your actual Dinner reservations At the restaurant Because you need That time to just kind of prime the pump, walk, walk around, <laughs> have have a couple cocktails.
1: Prime the pump. It's, I like uh, that.
0: That's good. It's it's really a a, a, a magical space out here. And the, it, John, you guys have added so much uh, reception yes, yeah. hall uh, space, uh, so much so much other uh, uh, lodging on property, and and just different uh, things that people can do. Um, I remember coming to a wedding here. Mm-hmm. Over a decade ago, and, and the property has just grown so much since then
2: absolutely. Um, we just added a museum um, and another cafe over there, so um, things are constantly being built here, and more plans are in the works to be quite honest um, so yeah it'll, it'll um, it's a really exciting place to work. there's always something being done yeah um, so yeah it's um, neat.
1: Yeah, i've I've been on the property numerous times, just playing uh, wedding receptions here. When yep. I was with the antiques, we played yep, numerous absolutely. receptions here, and uh, but I never got to experience any other part. Like we'd come, we'd load in, yeah, we play, play the band the wedding, stage, yeah, play the wedding reception, and then, and then get out of here. So I never got to experience the full property, and I came here once I was. When I was working for you, Jay, I came uh, to to see about getting the product line picked up yep, there, yep. and I think they carried the sauce. Yeah, the barbecue sauce and the mustard were in the gift shop for a little while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chef Aaron just brought out another dish, like some, a scallop. Yeah, a little, with, some, with some watermelon, mm-hmm, some pecans. Mm-hmm. That looks tasty as hell. Yep. Dive into that, Jay. Give me your give me your thoughts. Will do.
0: Yeah, a little a little pecan and watermelon. A little sauce at the
1: bottom there. These are Diver's scallops. Mm-hmm. Diver's scallops. I'm not th- all that well-versed on scallops. Um, honestly, yep. this just shows you how dumb I am. When I used to watch, when I was religiously watching Hell's Kitchen, uh-huh. Gordon Ramsay, and they would the make... Scallops. The scallops. scallops. Look at the scallops. It's ruined. But I used to think, because, again, this shows you how dumb I was. I thought it was a potato. Because <laughs> I just automatically thought scallop potatoes. Uh-huh.
0: I, that's why they're called scallop potatoes because they look like they cut them up to basically be like the size of a scallop. Yeah, I was just like, oh, wait, that's not – it's not a potato. I'm so dumb. Yeah, this is a tasty dish. The, the watermelon super seasonal right now.
1: Pecans had a nice crunch. I was about to say it's, it's an interesting combination with scallop and there's watermelon and there's pecans. And what, what's the sauce? What is that like a um, – a little reduction of some sort, but I honestly don't know
0: exactly what's in it. It's got a little sweetness. It wouldn't surprise me if it's got a maybe just a touch of balsamic or something like that in there, almost like a, a play on a caprese. Okay. But, but I could be wrong about that, because it's not the sauce isn't overly pronounced
2: in it. That's really good. John Dino. You know? Am I am I completely I'm wrong? I'm not quite sure. Um this is not a um, something we normally offer, but it is uh I'm enjoying it. Yeah. He was doing, so Aaron
1: sent me a video of some stuff that he was preparing in the kitchen for us, and I want to believe, I want to say something involved watermelon, so this might be the dish that he was sending me video of. Mm I would imagine so. This is really good. That scallop was really good. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I think John's going to go make either a couple mint juleps or a couple Sazeracs. I like that.
1: Yeah, I'm down. Actually, I got a surprise. Oh, oh a surprise. surprise. It's going to be a surprise. I like surprises. Surprises are good. I'm surprised at myself for eating this scallop and enjoying it. Yeah. You're moving up in the world. I oh, Hey, yeah, look at me getting fancy. Technically, it is a mollusk, like
0: an oyster. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, never say never, uh, but it, you shouldn't have an allergic reaction to it. I'm sure I'm fine.
1: Uh, I'll kill it with alcohol. Yeah, there you go. It's not as... I guess fishy as I thought it would be.
0: Mm. Yeah, scallops are, are sweet. Uh, the the texture of the meat of them is really nice. It's not like a oyster at all. No. Um, it's uh, and it's 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 kind of got the layers to it, a stringiness to it. That's the kind of stuff that if you're talking about Hell's Kitchen and Gordon Ramsay, when he would yell at people for overcooking the scallop. Yeah. They get very rubbery when they're overcooked. Yeah, he would they, always yell that. They lose kind of that uh, that more sh- stringy. Might not be quite the right r- word for it, but they lose that that fineness and the texture, and they just get rubbery.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I'm going have to start eating more scallops, Jay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tasty scallop taco <laughs> could be done. That would be expensive, but it could be done. It'd be a pricey taco. Mm-hmm. So on your show today, Jay, we had. Marco from Anthony's Italian. Deli. Good. He brought a muffalada and a meatball sandwich. Oh, of course, he did. And uh, I told him how I was trying to get you to uh, oh to do a Anthony's Italian Deli collab. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you have to say about that? Because uh, he just he just gave me this smile okay. and nodded his head. I haven't talked to him about it
0: yet because we've just been too busy to give it a go. But my honest goal. Is Well, second half of August to have more time to be creative and to think about things like that and not have to be just running the restaurant because my new GM should be in place and be doing those kind of things. he's going to need some help, and I'm going to need to be there, but I should have time to focus on things like the Taco of the Month for September. And so I, I was thinking that that should be a collaboration taco with somebody, whether that's Anthony's or Memphis Mac or... Uh, Chow and Fat, right? or yeah. South Fin, or right? somebody—you know uh, Burgersmith, somebody. Yeah, we should like because we haven't, we haven't done a collaboration taco of the month like that yet. That's so, true. I mean, we've had a taco of the month uh, almost every month since we opened, but we haven't, we haven't kind of flexed. We flexed our own culinary muscles, but not our like community collaborative culinary muscles, and uh, so. Anyway, I think something's going to come for September. I just just need time to actually – I need time to plan it, and then I need to be able to give whoever we're going to collaborate time – it's like we've talked about doing a a Anthony's Italian Deli lasagna taco. Yeah, that sounds good. I, <laughs> I need enough time to figure out how we're gonna make that work, and then to get Anthony's to like prep enough lasagna and red sauce for us. You deep fry it? Yeah, that's, strips.
2: <laughs> that strips. i was about to say you the, take a noodle. The answer noodle is and deep fry it yeah. An, yeah.
0: the answer is we just buy pans of lasagna from Anthony's, essentially freeze it, then chop it up into blocks and then batter that and fry it. Yes. That and and awesome. then just have like a vat of Anthony's red sauce yeah, that and there. put that on top with a little basil chiffonade or something and just call it done. I mean, sounds very
2: eat, tantalizing to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really need anything else. Challenge accepted. I like it. Speaking of tantalizing, what are we drinking right now, John? You still have a little surprise for us. Oh, uh, this is an original Hurricane. i went on this cake. Um, oh. Mm, a little sugar-filled uh, silver rum. Nice. Ooh. I um, really like what they're doing over there. Um, some fashion passionolo from uh, New Orleans and some lime juice. That's tasty, man. That's really good. It's refreshing. I like kind of the sweetness and the the uh, the tartness kind of yeah fight in your mouth.
0: That'd be a great drink to walk around the gardens here with, and absolutely I'll enjoy that way. And I, you mentioned Sugarfield. Those guys in Gonzales are making some really great rum with Louisiana sugarcane. They're making some other. Really great, great uh, liquor, liqueurs and, uh, and, and vodka and gin and things like that as well. And, and their whiskeys are, are all great. They're sourced, but they're they're doing a great job with those. And they've got some that they're barrel aging and doing some different stuff like that. But man, their rums, which if you're going to be a Louisiana distillery starting with Louisiana sugarcane and doing rum, if you can do that and actually get that out there and get it moving, then you're on the path. And I think Sugarfield's done a tremendous job with that. I love seeing... Uh, those rums uh, out there in the market. We carry the silver uh, at Government Taco as well and uh, we do a, a, a tamarind, uh, it's called the Tamarind Zaddy, it's, uh, it's basically tamarind soda and rum with a little lime
2: and it's great yeah, it's got a really organic flavor, mm. um, and um, yeah, I went in toward there a few weeks ago, and they do a really nice job. Um, they really know their stuff. So yeah, what else do you use behind the bar from Sugarfield? Uh, I have their strawberry liqueur. All mm-hmm. their liqueurs are seventy proof, which is really nice. Um, it, it, it um, I like, I like strong, strong booze. Yeah, uh, um, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. So um, I have their Meyer lemon. I have their coffee liqueur um i like the coffee liqueur man it's really good and the coffee and cream one is really good yes, as well yes 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 um we're gonna we're hopefully gonna do a dinner with them sometime in the fall oh cool. yes that'd be great Dinner yeah. under the oak trees we do a lot of those we did a wall turkey dinner a couple of marches ago before all this COVID stuff happened and yeah. stuff like that so we do a lot of those as well wine dinners yeah. once a month when the weather permits yeah yeah
1: so that's, those dinners have been, even with all the restrictions and stuff with the pandemic, you guys have continued doing things like that here? Yes, yes. They've been pretty successful? Absolutely. That's good. It's, I mean, especially if you can do it out, like if the weather permitting, you can do it outside. You can space everything out and it's, you know. Under the oak trees, it does not get much prettier. Yeah, exactly. The, the, yeah, As we talked about, the property here is just incredible. Uh, yeah, this hurricane's tasty. I'm not used to drinking a hurricane
2: like this. <laughs>
0: yeah, an actual fresh hurricane? Yeah. Like when you get a real uh, classic well, forgive daiquiri?
2: Well, forgive me, I did not have the, uh, the hurricane glasses in yet, but I'm working on that. Ugh. Oh, it's fine. But yeah, <laughs> the, the, the is another one, yeah, that um, is often misconstrued.
1: Yeah, again, I've only had frozen daiquiris, so I've
2: yeah. never had like a true daiquiri drink. Wrong so. lime, sugar, and water. It's That's like, it. Uh, from the British Navy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, pretty simple. Yeah.
0: I mean, right, that, that's really it. Rum, lime, sugar, water. Yeah. It's or ice. ice shaken, right? In other words. I'm used to Tiger Tavern daiquiris which like Milky Ways right. and yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, the modern American frozen daiquiri is pretty far away from uh, a traditional classic daiquiri or a Hemingway daiquiri. I was about to say, uh, Ernest
2: rolls over in his grave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Have you it's, yeah, if you thought about doing something like that, government taco, does that fit in with the motif? Um, like doing something like that. That that could you know uh, a,
0: a true classic daiquiri like that actually could. Um, with the rum and the lime, it's it, you know it's got a Caribbean flair. It's got it's got enough tropical notes in it. I mean, in all reality, a margarita is is a sweetener. Whether it's agave or sugar, lime, and tequila, um, a sweetener, lime, and rum is, is a classic daiquiri. I mean, yeah. it's pretty close. You're just changing the spirit, right? And um, So it's, it, 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 it could absolutely fit. And wouldn't be that much different than the margaritas we're serving now. I mean, maybe a little bit different ratio. Love Palomas as well. Palomas are great. It's yeah, it's killer just, Paloma. And you'll have a frozen Paloma, too. Yeah. It's really, really good. The Paloma's just you know the grapefruit version instead of the lime version. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the traditional Mexican grapefruit soda, it's almost more like a, more like a Cuba Libre or rum and Coke. Uh, it's just rum and grapefruit soda, yeah, um we put a little splash of lime and a little fresh grapefruit juice in ours as well, in addition to that grapefruit soda but uh it's it's good i lo- I love a I love a paloma, and then we do a spicy paloma as well, and then yeah. right now we've got a frozen paloma. Uh, at Government Taco, too. I'm
2: yeah. on board with all of those.
1: Yeah, all three of those are delicious. I've had all three, and they're, they're incredible. I still need to get over there to Government Taco. We did a we did a, a Mezcal t- uh, thing over there for we the podcast. podcast. Yeah, we that, haven't done anything with the bar program over there yeah, yet. Yeah, Natalie
0: Parvey with International Wine and Spirits did that Mezcal one. You know, let me talk to um, William and Devin, uh, my, uh, two of my main bar guys over there. I might see if there's an evening that they would like to do a podcast with you and just go yeah. over the cocktails and stuff because those are the guys, uh, the, those two and, and Kale is our third bartender. That I mean, uh, those are our three bartenders that make all the drinks, and they they know that cocktail menu better than I do, and they all have their favorite drinks and
2: love what they're doing with mezcal. Yeah. Mean, it's just really exciting.
0: Mezcal is, I mean, I I hope it's really like the next spirit to really gain traction. I, I think. Nationwide, it it is. It's an emerging spirit. I think in Louisiana, we're just a little behind that. And um, it takes people a little bit longer to get into that adventurous spirit. But we've got some cool... Yeah, <laughs> good point. Uh, we've got some cool mezcal[s] at Government Taco. Do you have some here? Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Dude, I the,
1: love the pachugas.
2: The um, yeah,
1: the, then you're really getting some fun stuff. Oh yeah, there. Uh, the list of of everything they have behind the bar is, is impressive. Yeah, to say the least. The the whiskeys and and scotches and mm. dude, it's you'll see a lot in there. You'll be like, all right, <laughs> mid
0: julep, sazerac, old fashioned. French seventy five, another classic. Just
1: classic cocktails. A brandy already. Alexander.
2: We have to keep it, uh, yeah, classic for the uh, the tourist mainly. But well,
1: sure, yeah, because they they want to come here, they want to have those drinks. Absolutely, like those are considered like classic Louisiana drinks. So they like a Sazerac, Old Fashioned, Mint Julep, like. Yeah. We get a little bit more avant
2: garde when. The, uh, yeah, there you go. When the sun goes down.
0: Little well, Kentucky goes. Owl, hundredth uh, anniversary edition, one hundred thirty five a pour. No biggie. Nice. Nah, pocket as
1: Jeff Bezos
0: (laughs) Uh, money happy Van Winkle 20 year
1: 100 yeah worth
0: it if you've never tried it before uh, Van Winkle 12 year lot B $35 if you've never tried it before you can come try it for $35 that's not bad
1: Aplon Insurance here in Baton Rouge Louisiana is committed to letting you live your life your way they have access to many different carriers of home auto and life insurance and are prepared to find the plan that meets your expectations and the needs of your family for more information, you can visit them online at AthlonInsurance.com or you can give them a call at 225-366-7530 and let Dwayne Moran and his trained staff take care of your needs at Athlon Insurance. Cafecito Coffee Roasters work with farmers and importers to carefully select unique coffees from some of the top forms and co-ops in the world. They roast daily on a small batch roaster that gives them the freedom to manually control all stages of the roasting process. To learn more about their coffees and subscribe to their coffee subscription service, visit them online at cafecito.com. that's C-A-F-E-C-I-T-E-A-U-X.com. Cafecito coffee roast. There's, be- there's some good stuff on this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, in the I'm world.
0: only on the, the first page of bourbon. Oh, just wait. <laughs> Keep at that page. This Hirsch Reserve 16-year 450, I,
2: I've never tasted that one. It is the best 90-proof spirit I've ever had. Yeah, I, I believe I mean, that. it has to be like I mean, butter. that's just, it holy is. crap. I've read the book on it. There's literally a book on it in the bar. Oh,
1: wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, distilled by a Beam, uh, bottled by a Van Winkle. Huh. Um, distilled at the original Michter's pencil Vania Distillery. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Which is now demolished, which is why it's so expensive. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, it makes sense. What about the Michter's
0: Celebration Sour Mash?
2: <laughs> that is um, composed primarily of 33-year-old rye, which is really hard to do in Kentucky. Um, and, yeah, they're only released that every three or four years, and I think that's the only bottle in the state. But it's the Whoa. most expensive American whiskey in production today.
0: $600 a pour, Chuck. Not a bottle, for the pour. Well, that is for two ounces. That's a, a two-ounce pour. <laughs> Not uh, an ounce and a half pour, you know, and uh, uh, they do that for 450 we need, We need some uh, rich friends so they can come over uh, here and, <laughs> and give us a pour of that. Let's get mm-hmm. that level of rich friends. Let me talk to... what's your spinal surgeon friend? I in? was going to say, <laughs> let me talk to my lawyer friend or my spinal surgeon friend. Where's Chad Dudley when you then, need well, him? I was like call his name. I'm calling him out. <laughs> All right, Chad Dudley. Chad
1: Dudley. Get over... We're going we're to have him here. Let's
0: get a limo one night. Come to the Turtle Bar on the Dudley DeBosier dime. There you go. Let's do this thing. Let's buy, a, let's buy six hundred dollar pours of whiskey yeah. and
1: have fun. There's I a can, burger on the menu. I saw it. <laughs> we
2: can get, bur- get the burgers and talk there about the burgers. It's a very strong burger as well.
1: Look at that. We could do we could do the Burger Method podcast here and ABV podcast together. <laughs> I, I, this is a great idea. A collaboration.
0: Um, all right, let's go. To, let's go to the Scotch part of the menu now. If we're just calling out expensive shit. Uh, I'm a big fan of Highland Park uh, I love uh, I mean I just love Highland Park 12 year uh, you guys have the 18 year you have a Highland Park 40 and a Highland Park 40 year old 1968 uh, Arcadian limited edition that's $500 a pour so a little down from that $600 road, okay. Victor's. Uh but but you said you were a uh, scotch fan as well. Yes. Uh, do you have uh, a particular region of Scotland or a brand of scotch that you really gravitate towards?
2: I love Springbank.
0: It's a good call. Springbank's fun. I don't think I've had that. Uh, most people. It's, most, it's, it's approachable. It's, it, 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 yeah.
2: A lot of serious scotch drinkers have never had it, believe it okay, or not. Really? All right. Um,
0: yeah, I, I can do a little bit of that.
2: It is. Um, it's made like it was 200 years ago. They do everything from kilning to bottling to, you yeah, know, and it's, uh, it's a little pricey, but you get what you pay for. Yeah. All of it's really yeah. really dense in flavor, really, yeah, really strong.
1: I mean, everything on, on this list, price-wise, like, you're not paying top dollar for basic... Scotch or bourbon or anything, you're paying top dollar for like the legit shit, like you're getting the real deal here.
0: And we were talking about the Highland Park 40 year old, uh, they're $400, $500. The Springbanks, uh, 11, uh, 12, 13 year old sherry cask finish, Cabernet Sauvignon finish, 17, 25. Yeah. I mean, they're not they're not unapproachable, no, at know, all. Like, you could come in here and get a pour of that and, and be perfectly fine. Dinner, pre dinner cocktail, just come in and drink whiskey that you can't get anywhere else. Some of those spring banks are uh, super affordable. They do have uh, the, the the top Irish whiskey, my favorite Irish whiskey that I've ever had, although there's one on here that I'm not sure that I've had, oh. so we'll, we'll talk about a couple of them. <laughs> uh, the Middleton Very Rare is one that Justin Ferguson from BRQ brought on the yeah. Jay Cody Show and we got to try that. That was so amazing. We've tried that at BRQ as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got that here. That's my favorite Irish whiskey I've ever had. But, John, you guys also have the Red Breast 21-year-old uh, single pot still. That one's $53
2: a pour. So still not outrageous. No, I mean, I'm
0: pretty pricey pour Irish whiskey, but not.
2: The most award-winning uh, Irish whiskey on the planet.
0: The Red Breast 21? Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm it not is. sure I've ever had that one because I've, I've long said that Middleton Very Rare is... My favorite Irish whiskey yeah. I've ever had. I'm not. I've had Red Breast, but I'm not sure I've had the Twenty One.
2: I have a bottle of twelve uh, year old Cast Strength in the back, which is I've had before, and it's probably in my top five. Wow. What was the Glenfiddich that we had with Justin? Do you remember that?
1: He gave me that bottle, but I don't remember what it was. We had we had a couple different uh, Glenfiddichs.
0: Um, I th- I think one of them might have been the. Uh, was it the 21-year Grand Reserve? He might have had a 30. Or maybe it was at the McAllen 25 or McAllen 30. The McAllen 30 he had at the uh, at the restaurant. I don't think he brought yeah. that to the radio. He so. gave me that that bottle, so that's why I was gotcha. trying to remember
1: what it was. And yet, well, you know what? I think I have a picture of it. I'm honestly not sure what it was. Um, I think I saved it because I wanted yeah, to remember it because I, did, I didn't realize he was going to give me the bottle after we were done with the radio show. The McAllen 25 is here,
0: uh, 225 a pour. Not many, $30. Uh, 21 Yeah. Yeah. That Glenfiddich 21-year Grand Reserve, here, $30 a pour.
1: This is, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> we could do some damage here on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> we did a Sunday fun day here. here. Glenn Moranji,
0: 25 at uh, 105, a pour. The scotch list here is very impressive, isn't it? Yeah. I wish I had a little bit more experience, I would say, with scotch. I mean, I'd love to go to Scotland. I've been to Ireland, I've never been to Scotland. Um, I, I did a couple distillery tours and the Guinness tour when I was in Ireland. But I mean, yeah. I was I was twenty five. Yeah, you were. Um, I was. I was. Yeah. I was. It was the summer was of Jay. Drinking, you weren't thinking about yeah, that. It was the summer of Jay. I was twenty five. <laughs> I was drinking pints of Guinness. And, and where is the Guinness? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I did enjoy my time there. But I would love, I would love to do a real whiskey forward tour of Scotland. Yeah. I mean, that would. That would be fun and not even necessarily like hit every distillery because at some point the tourist traps of distilleries are It's the same thing. Oh, the angels share and the devil's cut, and uh, this is yeah. still, and these are the barrels. And like, okay, I get it, I know how it's made. Like, going to these small towns and hanging out at bars and just drinking scotch with the locals would be where I would really yeah. want to live. Well, to and,
2: get to Isla, you have to take a ferry. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you been over there n- no I haven't uh, a, a co-worker of mine used the uh, next co-worker has been and uh, yeah, he got seasick on the way <laughs> Wow okay but luckily you have some medicinal scotch to um ah, yeah, yeah it helps douse your ills exactly yes, but yes um, so
0: for international Chuck India South Africa France Belgium Japan England Spain Taiwan Netherlands wales mexico uh Lord japan tasmania these are all whiskeys. tasmania whiskies from all those places oh my god
1: uh um, yeah i just want to come here drop some cash and just do a whiskey yeah, flight right? just, like line these up i just want to try all of these some
0: really nice rums as well including the sugar field from right down the mm-hmm. street uh, with some really nice uh, Caribbean product as well uh, the Appleton Appleton Estate 50 year old Jamaican Independence Reserve Chuck $770
1: <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's more expensive than the biggest whiskey that I've found. <laughs> but it's a fifty-year-old rum. Yeah, I mean, how'd going. you get that bottle?
2: Uh, that was actually got by by one of my predecessors. Um, yeah, that. Uh, but it's uh, the oldest bottling of rum that they've that anybody's ever done. And I imagine after fifty years in Jamaica, there was probably point five percent left of yeah, really, yeah. wow, what they distilled. So that's. Probably what it makes it so pricey. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, I've had that one once. I, um, yeah, yeah. It's the the novelty of it. We have the last consignment of uh, Royal Navy rum, which is nice. That's pretty. That's the Black Tot, right there. That I'm not familiar with. I don't know I, think I know anything about. Um, that well, for um, almost 200 years, the British Royal Navy uh, rationed rum to its sailors mm-hmm. twice a day. It was to combat. It's the world's first act. It was to combat unruliness, uh, mutiny, scurvy, lime. Um, So that's where the word proof comes from. Uh, Put a little bit of gunpowder in your hand and add some rum, and if it ignited, that was proof that it was strong enough to be served and it wasn't adulterated too. Wow, (laughs) that's insane. So. it was blended in, uh, starting in the late 1700s, in various Caribbean Caribbean countries, and um, they stopped doing it in 1969 just because the ships got to automate it too automated, yep. too fancy. So um, they had enough rum to last them until 1970. So um, they used the Solera method, which is. Uh, a step down method you use the oldest spirit and you include it in the youngest stuff that you just barreled Mm -hmm. Um, so theoretically there is rum from the Battle of Britain in that bottle because the blends got destroyed in 1941 from wow if that that makes any sense that's impressive it's a lot to unwrap it is a lot to unwrap but man
1: yes the Battle of Britain (laughs) it's like blowing my mind right now that's nuts
2: Yes, they. Um, it's good rum, too.
1: <laughs> I would hope so. Mm-hmm.
2: The
0: Black Tot, last consignment British Royal Navy rum from
2: various Caribbean countries,
0: hundred fifty dollars a port Could be worth it though. Yeah, if you want to give that a try. I mean, it sounds like it.
2: Especially if you're a navy vet. I mean, it, it, it kind of attaches some allure to. You know, yeah, exactly. The high seas, I guess.
0: Now tequila and mezcal. There you go. You've got a good bit of Extra Anejo on here, which is a lot of fun. The uh, Avion Reserva 44 Extra Anejo, uh, one that we actually have at uh, Government Taco, the Herradura Selection Suprema Extra Anejo, Uh, a very good one. Love the Dolce Vita. Yeah. uh, The Dolce Vita? Five year. Look at that. That's 34. That's not I can afford that <laughs> uh, yeah the Dolce Vita five year uh, Napa Valley cask. yeah it's a Napa Valley Cask extra oh, um, interesting the the, 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 all tequilas really are coming in. You know, blanco is is just no barrel aging at all, pretty much uh, under a month if, if it hits a barrel at all. Uh, Reposado's got a few months on it typically. Añejo is really what anywhere from a year. Uh, it it, it doesn't have to hit a year. I think so so. reposado is like Six anywhere months. from three months to to a year. So it's somewhere in that that line. Um, uh, but anything above that. Anejo or maybe it's two years now and and it can be an extra Anejo it's something along those lines. I forget exactly what the numbers are, but it's not nearly as long as bourbons and scotches are aged. Yeah. But man, those tequilas pick up some notes from the barrels and they mellow out and they smooth out, and you get some really cool spirits with a couple years of aging. Well, I was still in tequilas. Him, when
1: we did we did those high end tequilas on the radio show, uh-huh. one of those that we had tasted exactly like scotch. Yeah. It's like this tastes nothing like tequila. It tastes like scotch.
2: Yeah. It's
1: impressive. So, John, what do you think we should try next? What do you, what do you, got, what do you got planned for us?
2: Um, I don't know. What are you all in the mood for? What do you think of Jay?
1: Well, I, th- I
0: think while we're here, um, sticking uh, to cocktails might be the right way to go for what yep. we're actually drinking. Um, obviously, a lot of these spirits would be fun, but but they're pretty pricey. Uh, I'd love to try the Sazerac. We started with the old-fashioned. Yeah. I'm sure. a Sazerac
1: guy, so. I'm 100% down coming with that. Right I'd be down with that. That's great. Yeah, dude. That the the list of those spirits in that book are just it's it's mind
0: blowing, man. Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, I'm still looking at the tequilas and the mezcals. They have a, a Espadine uh, Neta um, uh, mezcal that uh, is it, it's at least similar to one of the ones that we have. We have we have some from that line at Government Taco, and they're really good. Okay.
1: Uh, I'd be down that's for sure any of those mezcals uh, on that list or any that Natalie had that we tried at Government Taco uh, I don't think so
0: I hadn't seen any of those and, and most of this list and it's this list isn't it's, it's a good tequila and mezcal list but it's yeah. not as extensive as the whiskey list no the whiskey list is is ridiculous. what you would expect at a bar like this yes absolutely at a place like this absolutely um, but it's nice if you want to try a good tequila or mezcal they have some good options um, but yeah I'd, I'd look at some other stuff uh vodka is pretty impressive as well the gin uh there's some fun stuff i'm certainly not nearly as versed on gin or knowing like all these different off brands of gin uh they've got some cool ones from new orleans and stuff as well okay uh they really ought to bring in the the Sugarfield gin because it's a tasty agreed. one agreed cognac and brandies and then you get some wines and some beers the beer list could be
1: improved yeah, <laughs> yeah it could be a little bit better there's, well, a, they, there's a few uh, local
0: local things uh, on there they, they've got gnarly barley radical rye
1: yeah they could use some uh some pelican craft brands uh, uh things that they mentioned yeah. some rally cap yeah. on that list
0: they'd probably uh you know but, i but, would imagine a place like this they're just not moving too much of that
1: though no I mean it, uh, if you, understandably so if you and I were coming here for dinner we're not drinking beer right I'm not <laughs> yeah we're not drinking beer we're not drinking wine we're gonna be drinking cocktails I'm gonna be drinking like cocktails
0: that. for sure I would even say um I mean the the spirits list is impressive yeah overall especially the whiskey part of it but all of it and the rum part of it too um the 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 wine list you're gonna find some nice wines that are worth drinking but it's not it's not extensive like wine cellar kind of list like the spirits
1: list is where it's at but that's that's what the turtle bar should be yeah the the focus is more on the spirits and would be the wine The, the the wine list is 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 perfect for if you if you want to do that with a meal. In in yeah in Latios it's perfect yeah if
0: you're for looking for a glass with your wine yeah. or a glass of wine with your meal uh, sure you're gonna find something you like yeah but you and I coming here we're gonna be like <laughs> we we need to come with somebody with deep pockets and, and uh and, and, and <laughs> just be like uh, you're gonna drop uh, several thousand dollars uh, but uh, yeah
1: but it's, it's gonna know, be a going uh, night some. it's gonna be good trust me this is gonna be great it's gonna be awesome just just go along with that. Yeah, I I mean, what was the one? It was $700 a pour? Which one was that one? That, was, that was a rum. That
0: was a 50-year-old Appleton Estate Jamaican rum. And, I mean, he's right. 50 years yeah, I mean, in a barrel in Jamaica is like, it was probably an accident. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was just overlooked in the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Like
0: that, they didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> and then when they found it, and they were like, "Wait, does that actually say 1952 on it?" <laughs> what? It's 2002? Yeah. I uh, guess we should bottle this and yeah. sell it for a lot. Yeah, let's mark this up real nice. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: but yeah, that's uh, this menu has become my life's work. Man, that's cool. Yeah, that's I mean, cool.
1: That's a good life's work. Yeah, you're leaving a legacy behind. That's, that's a good one it. to it's leave a, behind.
0: It's a fun list. I mean, the, certainly, as I was, I was just saying that the whiskey side of it is extremely impressive. Like the, the rum side of it's fun. Uh, you know the, everything else. There's some really good choices there. There's some vodkas and gins that are a lot of fun. The the Sugarfield Spirits Gin is is worth a drink. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you could do some cool stuff with that. Um, but but you know it's it, a a place like this. The history of of, of homeless house and the Turtle Bar. I, I'm sure it's it's whiskey forward. And man, the 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 bourbons, the ryes, the scotches. That's uh, and The Irish too, yeah. and and gosh, all those all those international whiskeys. I mean, that's just that's fun, right there. I had a lot of fun collecting all of them. Yeah, I'm sure,
1: sure. the thrill of the chase is, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how much beer do you move here? Like very, very, bi- very little. Yeah, that's what I think. That's that's where we we're talking about. Like the 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 beer list could use improvement, but we're like. Nobody's coming here for the beer. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> <but> let's <laughs> be yeah. honest; he could have the best selection of craft beer, and I'm still not going to actually drink it when I come here. Agree,
1: 100. Uh, he could he could have yeah. Pliny the Elder over there, and yeah. be like, "Nope, yeah. <laughs> just give me one of these cocktails."
2: So yeah, it's there'll um, be nights where we'll sell so two, three beers. Yeah, really? yeah, and it's probably just like Budweiser or something mm-hmm. like that.
1: So that's not even like lots of Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense. Right. I mean that's a Michelob Ultra drinker is going to Michelob Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're going to do. Exactly. And like we were saying like the the wine the wine list is, is small but it's good wine if you're going to come here and like you want to have a wine with with like a like a steak or something oh, like our that our bottle
2: list is quite extensive
1: okay was that just
0: by the glass that's in the ah. uh, in this turtle yeah, bar
2: menu we have over 500 different offerings in yeah that that makes that's way more big, sense. Yeah. if you're in the restaurant okay. you're actually looking at a bottle yeah. list uh, really bordeaux heavy really uh, okay old uh, world really california heavy okay um, new world <laughs> Best of both worlds.
1: <laughs> it's, the, uh,
2: it's the old cisterns behind the house They converted to a red, red and a white, excuse me, red oh, and a white. I've
0: seen, dude, I've seen that. It's neat. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we got okay. to take a peek in there. Yeah, we will go take out. a look. Okay, all right. Uh, it, it, the wine, I forgot about that. The wine cellar here is really cool. Whoa, okay. Yeah, so,
1: I mean... Yeah. So far, like this has been the most impressive thing. But like, I'm I'm down with checking out the wine
2: cellar. The wine cell. So the wine list is just as equally impressive as the whiskey list. Yeah. Glad I don't have to handle that. The whiskey keeps me busy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With that yes. list, it it should definitely keep
2: you busy. Yes.
1: So who who does the wine program
2: here? Um, one of my managers, Rachel. Um, Rachel Whitesides. She does a great job. And awesome. uh, one of the servers, his name's um Josh Peters. And they, they um, yeah, they take care of all that.
0: That's awesome. That's a fun gig. Working on a property like this, I mean, I'm, obviously there's there's lots that goes into it. There's there's plenty of uh, you know concern about about turning the profit and stuff, things like that. I mean, you got you got to keep your eye on the numbers, but also you kind of get to play a little bit. and You have permission to bring in some cool stuff that even if it just sits on the shelf for a little while, it's it's a collection. Uh, what's that been like working the bar and, and getting? To be able to to have that collection be your life's work at this point.
2: Oh, I, I mean, I, I'm extremely grateful. I've gotten a master's degree in booze. Yeah, basically. Um, Kevin Kelly, the owner here, um, is really passionate about this place, and um, I, I, don't, I don't. I'm turning a profit isn't necessarily. I don't think tops on his list. Um, he. he he considers this, I think, just almost his pastime. So it's just sure. it's, it's nice to, um, as long as the customer's happy, um, he's happy. So it's um, he's a really nice guy to work for. Him. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Okay. Yeah, you, need you can, you can pick your passion, mm-hmm.
2: and you can pick your passion and run with it, and that's yeah. what I, that's what I did, and I, I will forever be grateful for it.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about this sazerac you just poured us. This is tasty, yeah, man. Color. This is a
2: delicious sazerac. All right. yeah. Uh, it's um. Sazerac, Rye, Pecho, Angostura, sugar, herbsaint, hundred proof. Another simple classic cocktail. Yeah. It's like
1: no need to overdo it. Just don't don't overthink it. Just make it. Yep. Love
2: Sazerac Rye. It's um great company. Yeah.
1: Where where are they out of?
0: Well, in some ways New Orleans. Yes. Uh, okay. But it's also um, part of the greater Buffalo Trace. Uh, well, Sazerac owns Buffalo Trace. Is what it what it really is. Ah. Okay. Um. Sazerac owns so, a lot of stuff. Yeah, the Sazerac Company is actually based out of New Orleans, um, but the distillery that Sazerac
2: Rye and Buffalo Trace all come out of is in Kentucky. Okay, oh, yeah. all right. I wasn't, I wasn't sure where Sazerac is. Sazerac, I think, is the largest privately held alcohol company in America or beverage company in America. Whoa. Yeah, and
0: all the Pappy Van Winkle stuff and all the Blantons and the Eagle Rare and E.H. Taylor... And all that is all coming out of the Sazerac portfolio and Buffalo
2: Trace. They own cognacs. Yeah. They own Fireball. They yeah. own. God, Fireball's still a thing? That's mm-hmm. still a thing. It's Unfortunately, thick. yes. Yeah. Don't I'm don't not going to find too many flavored whiskeys in the turtle bar. Good. good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Whiskey flavored whiskey is just fine with me.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Any yeah, don't don't flavor eat. you can find, away.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't need peanut butter whiskey. Uh, no.
1: I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It's like I remember everybody going nuts. For crown royal like caramel, apple and yeah, pe- caramel apple. And I was just peach. like, oh, why? I want my whiskey to taste like whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I don't want, I don't want flavored well, that,
0: whiskey. If that's what you want at some point, then like, you know, add the add the sweeteners and
2: the, the like, make whiskey taste like that. Don't yeah. buy whiskey that already tastes like that. It's like um I hate to say it, Jack Honey. Um, yeah, I'd rather take Jack and add real honey to it. Exactly.
1: I got. We both <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. got messed up on some Jack Honey for my birthday one year. We were having uh, we were playing flip cup with it. We were. What else no. are you gonna do with it? It was my fortieth birthday party at Tenere Brewing, and we were playing flip cup with Voodoo and jute Joint, <laughs> and in between our turns, shooting Jack Honey. <laughs> it was. Uh, oh gosh. It was interesting. And then the next day, somehow we woke up and drove down to Thibodaux to Donna Pelchier. Oh, that was the next day? That was the next day. You came to pick me up at my house. We went to the Popeye's down the street first and like ate a bunch of chicken. Yeah, that was a good idea. <laughs> and then drove down to Thibodeau and went there. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, now I'm 40. Ah, the good old days. That was eight years ago, 48, nine years ago almost. I've oh, my there. gosh. Yeah, I think we all have been there. <laughs> it happens. So, John, is there like a place – what's your favorite watering hole, I guess, to go to when you're not here? Like you want to go have a drink somewhere. Um, there's a few places in New Orleans, a few
2: places in Baton Rouge. Um, well, let's start in Baton Rouge. Where would you go to in Baton Rouge for, for a I cocktail? I just checked out Hay Scandal the Candle for the first time, believe it or not. Okay. Um, I don't get out much. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's um, – uh, who who gets who has time to get out when you have all this whiskey? You know.
1: Yeah, yeah it's like why why don't want to go anywhere why, else? I go got this else. here. Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, Hayride was nice. It had some really nice cocktails, really nice bartenders. Um, really like Barrel Proof in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Great place. Really like the Avenue Pub. Avenue Pub's great. Uh, yeah, yeah Avenue is awesome.
1: I heard Avenue Pub got got rid of their taps. Is that true? Well, that can't be. I heard they're like it, 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 they're going more towards spirits
2: than like
1: that. Can't be. That's what
2: I heard. I've had a few of their barrel picks and they were excellent. Yeah,
1: like they, like they could either they, they got rid of half their taps or they got rid of all their taps. I
2: can't remember who told me
1: that. No, I mean, no, who they would do that, they, 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 they would do such a something, thing, but I that doesn't sound right. If you're looking for a really good old fashioned. I highly recommend Doe's Eat Place. Mm. George makes a good one.
2: Yeah. The- the your Steak as big as your head as well. Yes. Steaks, true. steaks
1: are incredible and the, the cocktails there will, will do the treat. I don't know where else I would say in Baton Rouge for like cocktail wise. Uh, what would you think, Jay? Uh, maybe uh, well, I, the Gregory? I think and it Watermark, just- Watermark maybe? Uh, I don't know because we've all yeah. we only had wine. Yeah, I used to to get wine, and
2: we did some beer stuff there. I've had a cocktail or two. They do a good job. I had a frozen mint julep at uh, Solu um, last weekend. That was nice. Still hadn't been there
0: yet. Um, Oliver Twist is right there. Uh, They've
2: they've got some decent cocktails on the menu.
0: Um,
2: Pretty nice whiskey selection as well.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of there's a lot of restaurants that have a good cocktail menu. Um, I, you know, I think that's one thing we like to try to do. I think Soji does a great job at that. Yeah. Yeah. Kocha does a great job mm-hmm. at that. Um, we were talking BRQ earlier, and, and Justin Ferguson. Yeah. They've got some really good stuff over there at
1: BRQ. Um, I was surprised by the whiskey list at It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I need to go by there and check that place out. Seven so Gone. I know you
2: went like Yeah, I,
0: I only went uh, during their soft opening period. I haven't been able to go back yet. So at some point in the reasonably near future, I should I should go give them a try. Now that they've been open for a few months.
1: Yeah, I heard mixed things when they first open about about the food. Yeah, always gonna yeah, that's always going to happen. That's just a thing. When a place
0: first opens and they're just slammed like they're never going to be slammed before, and especially yeah. with staffing during this pandemic, um,
1: you know, it's it's tricky. Yeah, have y'all had to deal with staffing here at either at the restaurants or in the Turtle Bar?
2: Not really, no. Um, the people that have been here have been here for years. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to get rid of us. So,
1: I mean, I wouldn't want to leave working yeah. here with that selection of spirits. Yeah, the bar here—if if you get to stay, then yeah, then stay. <laughs> Do not leave. That's dumb. Well, John, thanks for everything, man. This has been awesome. Uh, I appreciate the hospitality, and every, all the cocktails were great. Again, an impressive spirits list in that book, guys. If, if y'all looking for some real deal bourbons and scotch and whiskeys and rums, this is the place to be. a Turtle Bar at Homer's House, and somebody who knows what they're talking about and can walk you through. And that that's really important to have the knowledgeable staff behind the bar that can talk to you about these. These spirits and educate those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you get a lot of tourists here because it's a, you know it's a plantation. People want to come. to, to riverboats yeah. river We get a couple of river boats yeah. a week. Yeah. So like, to have a staff that can explain and talk with the tourists that come through here about these cocktails and the the, the spirits you have on behind, behind the bar is great. So thank you again for having us here. This has been truly eye opening. <laughs> thank you guys. That, with that list, I can't wait to. Get, get our rich friends together, Jay, and yes. make them come here and buy us <laughs> 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 we're, we're some do it. <laughs>
2: I'll probably give the, give you all a few free rounds as well. All right. Uh, we'll be in touch. We won't tell them that, though.
1: <laughs> That'll just be for us.
2: <laughs> Jay,
1: thank you for uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule. With yeah, glad I was able today.
0: to get over here. It's been too long uh, yeah. since I've stepped foot on these grounds. I always... Uh, marvel at the, the oaks and the gardens when I'm walking through and uh I, you know I walked right in kind of through the gift shop from the parking lot and uh the the guy, the guy there was just like oh, I'm gonna help you and I was just I was, like, Go to the turtle bar yeah. and he was just like, You know where you're going? I
1: was like, Yep, sure do <laughs> I just kept on walking. Yeah, I walked uh, on the door and, and a guy with a with a golf court pulled up and he's like, You with the you with the podcast? I'm like, Yep. I you got a golf cart a ride? A golf cart drove me oh, all the man, way here. You got valet service. That's pretty good. Yeah, cool. And we're stopping the podcast just in time because it looks like steak is a lot. This is a good idea. <laughs> So um, shout out to Chef Aaron Langwa as well and, for the and, food he's been sending. And that's
0: pretty neat. So I mean, you, you come in through a gift shop, it is that kind of a touristy approach. The, there's there's options to like pay for a tour and things like that. But if you're coming to eat and drink, like you, you can really just kind of walk right through. Absolutely. Like, yeah. j- just say I'm here for dinner and then, you know, they'll, they'll ask you if you know where you're going. They'll <laughs> give you a, a little guide or whatever they need to do. Um, but if you're going to come drink at the Turtle Bar where we are right now, uh, you don't have to pay admission for a tour. You just come on in. Yeah, Absolutely. I think that's a, that, that's one thing that maybe people don't necessarily understand if they've never been here before. When you have to walk in through the through the gift shop experience, just
2: tell them you're
0: coming to the bar and just come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah even if there fine. is
2: some sort of misunderstanding, we can set you up with a credit of some sort. Yeah, yeah there, you, there go. you go. There you go. Uh,
1: don't forget to check out our sponsors for the ABV podcast once again: Presonus Audio Electronics. Capacito Coffee Roasters, Pelican Craft Brands, Athlon Insurance, Government Taco, and Hops Hollows. Hops and Hollows, if you're ordering glassware, use the promo code ABV for 10% off your order. The, the code is ABV at hopsandthehollows.com. Jay De Cody, thank you so much once again. We're about to eat some steaks. John, thank you so much as well. Thanks to the Chef Aaron Langwa for everything. Thanks to Homeless House for having us here. Until next time, I am Chuck P. This is the ABV Podcast. Cheers.